Welcome to Cinema Bushido. This episode, we are talking about the 1997 John Woo-directed Face Off, starring John Travolta and Nicolas Cage. You know, I had to laugh at that name. Uh, you know, there's, it's, it's Face Off, but it's also Face Slash Off. And yeah, then there's like a Face Off TV show. But ah, with me, as always, is my dog from another polywog, Mr. Lee Van Cleef. How's it going, Lee? Hey, buddy. Every day's a holiday. Hey, let me ask you something. What's wrong? You look like you just fucked your mother. Um, I, I was being wooed by John. <laughs> Oh, oh god, the caliber already is uh, impressive. That was a great line, yeah. <laughs> well, also with me is a very special guest, uh, hailing from one of my favorite podcasts on the internet, the beautiful and wonderful, now blushing, Mr. Paul Goodman. Hey, Paul. Hel- hello there, how you doing? Good, good. Are y'all red? I am indeed, actually. Now the pressure's on, so uh, I've got to be extra smooth and charming for everybody now. <laughs> well, what's wrong with you? Um, the look on your face, it looks like you fucked your, somebody fucked your mother. <laughs> <laughs> I just destroyed uh, that quote. Okay, uh, I don't get it. That's why they don't. That's why they don't uh, put me in these movies. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, let's talk about Face Off. So we're going to start with you, Paul, as always, our special guest. Uh, face Off. Did it? Does it bring you joy, or does it make you want to take your face off? <laughs> well, it does make me want to take my face off, but enjoy. <laughs> so it's okay. Okay. Um, it's been a long. I've had a long, long sort of vaguely romantic relationship with Face Off uh, for my life. I think I first saw it when I was 13 and uh, it was perhaps my favourite film for about four or five years, just bar none, no exception. And then when I turned 16 and really started hitting the booze and I got into High Fidelity and Eternal Sunshine and things like that, it was it all kind of went wrong. But until then, it was Face Off. It had everything. It had the guns and it had the gore and it had Nick Cage before I knew really how great Nick Cage could have been and had the action and even a tiny, tiny reference to sex. So it was basically a teenage boy's dream. And since then, I keep telling people how much I love the film and, you know, it has a bit of a a bummer app sometimes because it's Nick Cage and everything that Nick Cage has done now is kind of suspect. And I did worry at the back of my mind after making you do this for this episode that um, it was going to be shit. Yeah. And had you seen other John Woo films prior to seeing Face Off for the first time? Well, no, I was fairly, I wouldn't have called myself cine literate at the age of 12, 13. Um, I have obviously since gone on to watch many a John Woo masterpiece. There are all the stylings in this that he's accustomed to. And that's why I was asking, because the first time I saw it, I was very familiar with John Woo. So then seeing American superstars do the same kind of double (laughs) jump with the double gun kind of stuff. um, (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And the doves. Um, The doves. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Uh, Yeah. Lee, how about you? Uh, You have a, a similar, I know you said, you told me previously you love this movie. So what's your history? Yeah, I, I'm a lot like Paul. We must be around the same age. Uh, the, when this movie came out, it it was electrical. You know, it was like it like it was so charged, and it was it, and it was so cool to see John Travolta be a heel for so long. You know, and um, the, like you said, the guns, the mini AKs, when they are just perfect in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the score is great. It has it has like a like a Japanese cinema kind of feel to it. All the characters are really exaggerated. You know kind of like dancing around almost in the way that they do their combat and it was a cool idea and you know when you go back to it after a decade of not watching it you're like no this this is really i mean i know some people some really tragic people who you know may not deserve to live may hate this movie but this is a great movie and you should watch it 
Hmm. Well, you, you no, I, I, this is not something I would have picked because um, I didn't thought I'd <laughs> watch it again. And the only trouble I really have is I love Nicolas Cage. When he's good, he's hmm. like supremely good, and he is that good in this. Um, he really is. Oh, he's a, he's amazing, amazing. <laughs> um, I just hate John Travolta so much. I oh no! Hate, yeah, I hate his face. I hate every look he makes. I mean, I really want to like punch my screen. So it took a bit to get over that. I kept trying to push it okay. back. Like, think Vincent Vega. Think Vincent Vega. <laughs> Move on with things. Mm-hmm. Don't think about. It. I just watched him in a movie. Oh, it was terrible. It came out maybe last year. He was like an ex badass spy, but now he's like fat, old, and bloated. And now you know he has to go save somebody or something and i i don't i don't know why i watched it i don't even have a one good thing to do it to i just watched oh, it man. because i hate myself i guess <laughs> i was gonna say hate yourself i think it, was, <laughs> it really that was the that. obvious yeah. answer yeah. um that's a, that's that's a shame because it's travolta doing cage and cage doing travolta and I, I, there's nothing sweeter there well, is I there guess, is literally nothing sweeter on this earth i never picked up the subtleties of it until this this viewing and i really mm. have to say they both did a pretty great job of playing each other yeah i think uh you can sort of you can just feel the fun that they had doing it just radiating off of the film it, you can just imagine what it would have been like to be on set and have the two of them doing that how would they have been off you know off camera when they were just interacting with each other as normal people yeah. i can't I, imagine it because that's I don't, just them. I, don't, I don't think nicholas cage in any in any universe could like john travolta <laughs> you're projecting no, no. ghost you're projecting <laughs> he goes to his room you know big star on the door just like your picture it says nicholas cage uh, he goes in there and he just starts like you know punching a, a blow-up doll or something like that so pokes a <laughs> hole in it it's like fuck that guy <laughs> well john woo kept telling him that uh, john travolta was calling him a dick and saying he could beat him up in a fight <laughs> yeah. so that's where that comes from channel that channel it <laughs> Come on, Nicholas. Well, let's get to yeah. some favorite scenes. Um, I want yours okay. first, Paul. Uh, I think my absolute favorite scene, It's it was tough to choose because really, I think it, I just wanted to go for the finale, but, uh, and, you know, all 35 hours of it. But in the end, <laughs> I went with the first, the reunion of Travolta and Cage um, after they've had their faces switched in the prison. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! When he's uh... see, this is already going to be confusing. I know this. When you're saying it's Nick Cage playing Caster Troy, posing as Sean Archer, um, it's just it's it's going to be an absolute clusterfuck. And I apologise, but um, when Nick Cage is playing Sean Archer, and he's got the information about the bomb, and he's going to save the day, and the door opens, and it's John Travolta as uh, Caster Troy. <laughs> Um, he's got he's uh, just batting that newspaper over his face, and he's looking at Nick Cage with that like coquettish look. And I mean, forget Pacino and De Niro and Heat. This is uh, this blows it out of the water. This is this is, this is an asteroid coming to wipe that off the face of the earth. And then he comes in and he's got his hand on on the, on his hip, um, you know, always at his gun. And um, the first thing he does is um, is just overact it into space. And it's just the most beautiful thing, the most glorious thing. Love it. Okay, yeah. Lee, how about you? Well, you know, there's a lot of low-hanging fruit here in this movie, so I'm going to try and avoid that as much as I can. Uh, I'm going to go with the with the, the first chase scene 
where uh, they've already established that, um, you know, before they go in to bust these guys, um, Caster Troy and his brother are about to flee the city on a chartered plane. They paid cash. And that money clip scene made me want to, like, was the reason why I got a money clip as a teenager, right? And and then you, uh, they, they, they start taking off and they establish that there's an FBI agent on the plane and they're being chased. And the Hummer, uh, they do a chicken scene that's totally unrealistic. And you're thinking, oh, this is so corny. And then, boom, he, they get in a heli. He gets into a, Archer gets into a helicopter to chase them down. And he, like, flies <laughs> mm-hmm. the helicopter. And, and um, I forget the piece of the plane that they're trying, that, that, that makes them get thrust, gets lift. And they, it's trying to lift up. And he uses the feet of the helicopter to bust it while the guy's shooting at him. And I was like, when, when are you ever going to get a movie where they stop a Learjet from taking off with a helicopter in a duel? That is freaking <laughs> amazing. That's like, that, that feels so 90s. And that scene like woke me up, man. I got charged for that. I was like, yes, this is great. <laughs> You don't even need the penthouse scene. GTAV. All the way, dude. This is GTAV level stuff right here. (laughs) I mean, it's classic woo. I mean, the the details in the action scenes. I think this is, uh, this, this is the, like the baby in the arms with a, with a big gun scene, isn't it? Yeah. I honestly couldn't believe what I was seeing. Like I had forgotten that that level of action existed. (laughs) Yeah, there is just a, a special attention paid to action in in John Woo movies. Yeah. There's something it's it, it goes in the sort of it stops at the very right moment before it ends up as as Bayhem. You know, it's the, the 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 guns in these in these movies. Everyone has their own gun, and every every gun is shot like an actor in a porno. Everything is just beautiful. Yeah, it's and, pornographic. Yeah, <laughs> it, it it is, and everything is just enormous. And you've got these um. One of the things that I picked up on ten years, you know, down the line, was the the very Hong Kong style like multi-angle impact. Yeah. So if there's an explosion, we're going to show it from twenty different angles. If some if somebody gets like shot off of a building, it's twenty different angles always. It was um, yeah, just yeah, no, agreed. What and, an amazing and, scene. And the lead up of, I mean, you think it's going to be hot? Sit on my lap. I'm going to let you suck my tongue. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. He sticks out his big, dirty, decayed tongue. I'm like, oh, gross. She does, right? Yeah. I'm just like, what the fuck is going on here? And then, of course, it's like, let's just forget that that happened. And let's go ahead and uh, hold my gold 9-11-45 to the pilot's head <laughs> to try to make him take off faster. Because that's going to work. Yeah. And then we'll just shoot him because... Nah. <laughs> that's then, also fine and then and you see how that worked he shot him yeah. and I thought oh he must he's gonna push him out of the way and take off no can't. he's just gonna swerve around on the runway a little bit and then crash <laughs> he, he can't he can't get the, that that little device makes them get the lift right yeah so yeah. he can't go they're fucked yeah that's might as well kill him less less witnesses well mine might, might as well have very... an incredible gunfight sorry <laughs> no it's okay mine might be very um very Typical scene for you guys, uh, but I liked it this time more than I liked a lot of them. Uh, it was in the prison when um, he's first getting his butt kicked by that ugly um, dude, whoever he was. But yeah, Above. yeah. So they're in there and they're fighting, and, and it was just the way he was going between. Uh, it was once he got ramped up, he starts howling, oh, and then he switched from that to kind of crying for a second. 
<laughs> it was just like holy shit it was really like it was the cagiest moment i think of the whole thing but also yeah definitely the time maybe that moment or i just think a cagiest moment for a moment um, or when he's he's on drugs and he's pointing the gun in the mirror <laughs> oh god he's, he's so fucking wacky it's oh. straight out of a youtube video isn't it <laughs> both both of these moments are just absolutely just in- incredible interest interesting fact which i well for me anyway i found this out um in that pr- in the prison scene there's not only thomas jane from uh deep blue sea and punisher really uh-huh playing oh um, i didn't even recognize him brooke something yeah uh, oh wow yeah, the, 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 that... the little man yeah he was and, so uh, do you know i know i know and do you know who plays dubov is uh, the guy who plays Frank Sabotka in The Wire, season two. No kidding. Yeah, I know. No, I wouldn't recognize either of them. No, I know. They made my Friday night. That's awesome. <laughs> that, that prison is also pretty, like, I, I won't go too far into detail because Ghost's eyes will glaze over, but the Air, there's a lot of um, parallels between Air One and what would eventually be uh, Gitmo and a lot of the, the violations oh. that they would do later on in, in The War on Terror. Yes, I told you. Ah, see, this film's smart. <laughs> I'm it's kidding. got layers. I think, that's, I think that's very interesting. And also, I love just the... the it's like, we've, I've seen so many future prisons in my life. You know, all these odd movies that have future prisons. But I've never <laughs> seen the stupid magnetic field prison. <laughs> that's actually like on a, an oil platform. It's <laughs> terrific. What do you mean stupid, Matt? <laughs> I love how they're all clumping around all the time. <laughs> yeah. And the only way you can get your shoes off is when it's time to get electroshock therapy. But did you see how quickly Nick Cage came up with that idea? Oh, yeah. It was almost instantaneous after being told that that was the only way. He just knew. And Super you know, cop. I don't, they wouldn't have done that. They would have, they would have like put him in solitary or something first. Because, you know, the other guy said three strikes, then he's getting the electroshock. The cigarette mm. thing, they, you know, obviously they didn't have the time in the movie to do it three times of him it would have been just a movie about nicholas cage acting up in prison to try to eventually get electroshock therapy but there were three weren't there three incidents yeah well one is the fight with dubov and then he tries to strangle sean archer oh all right And, and then the cigarette thing you know maybe i just needed the warden to call it out for me like he did with the other guy well that's a third one you know what that means that's true, yeah. Whoops, never... strike two, Cage. Yeah, exactly. Boof. <laughs> I'm just not sophisticated enough to pick it up the way you did. You haven't seen it 58 times, you mean? It's true. Well, we're going around the circle again, so you're up. Mm. Uh, Fav- yeah. Favorite scene number two? No, it's, uh, it's Paul, and then yeah, no. Roy. I'm excited to hear what he has to say. Oh, boy, favorite scene number two. Hmm. <laughs> that is a tough one. Bear with me just just a second. I've got to sort through these in my head. He's got like a Rolodex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. No, I've, I've got it. I've got it. It's 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 all about the Travolta cage moments for me. It's the it's the shootout in um, Dietrich. That's it. His his apartment and uh, when it's just down to Cage. I mean, it's an amazing shootout. All the stuff with uh, the little boy Adam and um nick cage just running around oh god that's that's the baby in the arms movement um moment mm-hmm. john woo just can't resist having a lead action star carry a young child with a big gun well anyway he's um it's all boiled down to travolta and cage and they're standing on either side of this this mirror and um they have the oh, yeah. they have the the big old you know you can't give back what you took from me 
oh well, plan B, let's just kill each other. And then they, they do the whole, you know, looking in the in the mirror at each other before putting a bullet, you know, right in each other's head. And it's, again, just that, that electricity between the two of them is is unreal you don't get that in a lot of uh in a lot of movies yeah i call that the end of the dragon moment because of the mirrors you know uh, because yeah. at first he's just running around shooting the mirrors but then they get the face-to-face mirrors and then it's back to the obsession with mirrors and whose personality is who and yeah yeah good. yeah well, well i think the mirror is apropos because you know their faces they switch faces so they're two different people but when you look in the mirror you're another person you know so it kind of i think it goes with the plot whereas like you know not everything is bruce lee it's like you know it's like in the big lebowski not everything's about vietnam walter guess what everything is about bruce lee (laughs) (laughs) well not directly dude (laughs) uh we gotta do the big lebowski um I'm gonna steal. I'm gonna steal one of yours. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna have to do it because I. I you can't. You're, you're stealing mine. I'm stealing yours. I. I mean, I know you love this scene, but I. I love Dominique Swain. I mean, I when she came onto the screen for me, she changed my life. You know, and uh, much in the way that Christina Applegate did when I was a young man, and uh, to see her. Finn almost gets sexually assaulted and to see John Travolta come out there and not be like this nice guy, but you just know he's a badass, but he's also like trying to be a parent, right? Trying to play the role. And he just like whips out this uh, butterfly knife and he like instructs her that the next time this guy tries that, let him pull his pants down and then just boom right in the thigh and twist so the wound won't close all the way. I was like, yeah, while he's smoking a cigarette, I was like, this is, (laughs) this is life. (laughs) I've I've got to say that um that scene when he comes in to like goes into the car to rescue her from from Carl and he just walks up and he puts his big fucking boot through the window. <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't punch it. He doesn't open the door. He just kicks it. And to get your like your foot up that high to do it is so incongruous. It looks so uncomfortable. It's oh, the fucking so perfect good. movement. It was it's so just good. Perfect. And he pulls him out the window. I was just like God. I, I thought she was going to start doing the, oh, leave him alone, or all of that kind of stuff that usually happens in, in those situations. Mm. But no, she was like standing there kind of watching her dad just whoop the yeah. fuck out of this kid that was about to rape her. I was like, damn. Yeah. Fair, fair play. Yeah. <laughs> fair play. Well, um, so I could, I, I'm going to go for one. Um, you guys, I know these, this scene was probably, I, I imagine it was your number one. You guys weren't thinking about it. But there's a point right after the face swap. And... Mm. Uh, He's just going outside and he's about to get handed over and he's, he's like kind of rubbing his face on the wall and uh, his police partner is like, what's, what's wrong, dude? And he's like, oh, my face itches. So then he, like, this big black dude just starts massaging his cheeks. Or, like, yeah. And he said, is that better? He's like, yeah. <laughs> it was somewhere between that scene and um, him, him literally um, uh, seducing his own wife just so he could say uh, to, to Nick, uh, whoever's character that haha i did your wife so something along those lines i've got to say with that that um poetic lil in your voice matt you really made that a tender scene (laughs) you know he's just like he's just rubbing his cheeks and his cage's eyes are kind of closed is that better yeah that's better oh man i didn't see it in that way at all you've completely changed my interpretation of the movie thank you that's yeah. why he was so upset when he found out that his his partner died his oh, true. tito and I thought, oh, also man. probably thought... why he hadn't had sex with his wife in two months 
So <laughs> it true. all ties together. Longer than two months, I think. If uh, well, yeah, add add that extra week onto that diary entry. Gus, can I ask you a question? I want to ask you a serious question. What color is the sky in your world? I just curious about that. <laughs> well, you know, even like, if uh, it twists even if I, together, if I perceive it differently than you, I'd still call it blue. It's the Gor- <laughs> it's the Gordian knot of like a homoerotic Samwise Gamgee. And a Frodo Baggins, uh, you know, like put in there that we can't all see. But Ghost, he's gotten it. He's seen it. He's seen the light. Don't you, don't you have to agree, though? Like a lot of these, they, they're designed that way. Like if it were pure hatred, like some things are, it wouldn't feel the same way. Like in this case, there was like true homoerotic like um, <laughs> tension between the two main characters. No, there wasn't. <laughs> yeah, there was. No. Interesting. He killed yeah. his son. <laughs> It doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter. The, the son killing may have been like because he wants he wanted to get closer. What I'm trying to say is that the two main characters they knew everything about each other to the point that they could fake it out. Even you know, like it, it was just ridiculous. Yeah. So you're you're saying that in the scene where um, Nick Cage breaks into his his house to tell everything to his wife Eve, you know, um, everything that's happened, the special assignment he's been on, that Eve should have just leaned forward and gone, "Will you two just fucking get it over with?" Yes. That would have been perfect. Because really, think about it from her perspective. Come this on. was really fucking happening? Like, you swapped faces with him? Like, oh, no, do? stop it. You're ruining, <laughs> ruining everything for me. Move somewhere where it's legal, get married, and live happily ever after, because I'm done with you two. <laughs> well, yeah. face-off's different in my eyes now. It's not in mine. I, I have no ghost too long. All right. Well, how'd you guys like the doves? Great. It's another signature. Oh, the dust are perfect. Yeah. Yeah. The dust are very the ghost dog in a way. Oh, interesting. Passenger pigeons? Passenger pigeons? Passenger pigeons don't exist anymore? <laughs> that was a direct quote from the old guy in Ghost Dog. Oh, I see. Yeah. I'll have to take your word for it. You haven't seen Ghost Dog? I haven't seen Ghost Dog. I spent <gasps> my spent. <sighs> I, I spent my childhood watching Face Off yeah, again yes. and again. Oh, uh, idiot. <laughs> Me too. I did. I I stopped watching it when I stopped watching DVDs. But uh, until then, that DVD like was well worth the price. You know, not yeah. a lot of use. Oh man, definitely. Well, I went through like the entire list of Travolta's and Cage's movies, and this was a high time for both of them. So it was. It was. I think it was. It made sense. I think I would have preferred a face off with um, somebody else. Like I, I was thinking maybe like a, instead of John Travolta. Uh, who did I throw out there? Um, I was talking to a, a friend of mine. I was thinking somebody like maybe Ed Harris or no. I don't know somebody that doesn't look so feminine. No, I'm gonna have to just stop yeah. you right there, Matt. I, okay, that's 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 a bad idea. Well, give me an alternative <laughs> casting if you could. You um, can't. I don't want to. Gotta, they they got to be comparable in and height and and height, right? And but they're yeah. also. They're kind of. They have a couple of centimeters difference. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah centimeters. Like, but we're Americans. We don't even recognize that. He's like, I'm going to take John Travolta's fat <laughs> and put it on Nick Cage. It's going to be I think, great. Yeah, I mean that's that's part of the the joy of it. It's a campy masterpiece. And if you were to have uh, if you were to have Nick Cage opposite, uh, I don't know any anyone else really. Like say say Ed Harris. He's too. He's got too grim a countenance. He's. He's That's too, what I like, needed. Subtle, I wanted a grizzled cop. Too subtle cop. a performance. 
Uh, no, John Travolta. John Travolta gives you like an emotional grizzled cop. So like, there's a scene where they're like, "You want me to like tell, lie to everyone I know, break the law, and take my face off and be this guy?" He's like, like he's like he's like, and he's really emotional. He's like he's he's yeah. he's got no like he he doesn't have the same like go grow that quiet stoic. Ed I'm Harris. Gonna, I'm going to explain the problem with what you're saying. It was more like this. <laughs> Two, you want me to pull my face off? You want me to go into prison? <laughs> Now, I, was like, I don't remember it like that, but <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Can I buy pot from you now, Ghost? Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then he, it's like he's 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 telling you he's the only moment in the movie that's real. That's like this is fucking insane, and he he gives mm-hmm. that to you. Uh, you know, if if it was anybody else, if it was you or me, it wouldn't be called face off. It'd be called time off because I'd just take like two or three weeks off. I'd be like, shit, L.A. I'm gonna go out of town with my family. You guys are on your own with this bomb <laughs> thing. You know, and I, I, I it, it, that's, I, I, for me, he gives it that performance and then he's dancing around, he makes the choreography work and he, there's a swagger about him that you might not be able to see, but he's definitely got a little swagger in him and it, it, it comes through in the movie. Opposite you know, there's, a, there's a cheat that you could have used in this and they wouldn't have needed to do any of this. Just like make every dog in the city a bomb sniffing dog and let him walk around. Shazam. They all would have oh, gone man. to the convention center. End of the movie. <laughs> For biological yes. weapons? Because bomb dogs sniff out the chemicals oh, no. that are used the, for explosives. Yeah. Special. Uh, this is a special kind of dog that smells for chemical weapons. Oh, I see. Okay. I mean, I guess if Nick Cage would have been the dog trainer, it could have been an exciting movie. <laughs> okay, and and John Travolta could have voiced one of the dogs. Face off too. Oh my god, John Travolta's <laughs> voice. That's a dog. <laughs> but but this is, this is the... <laughs> This is the thing, right? Nick, so you've got Nick Cage and John Travolta, and we all we all know that they've been in some great films. Nick Cage more so than John Travolta. Basically, John Travolta has Face Off and uh, Grease, depending on who you are. Uh, no. uh, I can't I can't say I'm a massive fan, but anyway, John John Travolta. Other other than that, <sighs> Broken Arrow, uh, uh, Battlefield Earth. It's all pretty Swordfish. Swordfish. Yeah, we saw Halle Berry's boobs in that one. That was pretty special. It had its moments. It saw Hugh Jackman's boobs as well. Yeah, we did. Which is pretty good. Oh, um, but he's getting blown, and he's got to uh, he's got to hack that system. <laughs> he's got to type really fast. Yeah. yeah, but but he's the perfect um, he's the perfect foil to Nick Cage in this movie. When you've got when when the when the plot is as ridiculous as it is, you've got Nick Nick Nick, Nick Cage in it for starters, and then you've got the whole well face off the whole fact that they take each other's faces off. I just can't imagine. I love Nick Cage being opposite any anybody else. Yeah, exactly. And it is it, it is a bonkers movie. It's ludicrous. <laughs> and do you, you think, know, should... do you think Hugh Jackman ever refers to himself as the Jacked Man because he's just so fucking fit? Probably, but only to himself in front of the mirror. <laughs> I would love that. You Jacked Man. You Jacked Man. <laughs> or maybe like a Wolfman Jack thing because of his beard. I don't know. Oh, I'd love to be him for a day. Uh, well, Hugh, if you're listening, yeah, tweet at us. Tweet at us. All right, uh, final thoughts before we get to our top six challenge. Uh, me first? No, you do get to go first, yeah. Ooh, thank you. Well, so, yeah, 10, 15 years down the line, I'm still so, so glad that I've spent my entire life telling people they need to watch this movie. Uh, recently, we did an OGT episode about uh, top 10s, and we told our top 10s and went through our top 30s. And uh, in the couple of weeks before, when I was agonizing over what to include and what to get rid of I... you're like why can't i just have 10 face-offs well i did have face-off in there somewhere in the 20s no in the, in the teens and um 
eventually it I, it got demoted to the twenties and then it fell out into the thirties and I thought well it's probably it's probably for the best it goes there with you know goes there with high fidelity and all those other movies that I loved in my teens that since I've seen them again haven't been as good as I remember mm-hmm. but now. I really wish if I could go back and change anything, it would be putting face off right back into that top 30. It's just one of the greatest action movies of all time. Like Lee said, the, the score is great. The The performances are unparalleled for me. You're never going to see anything like that again. That's just constantly that much fun. Um, it, yeah, it's it's really just special. truly great. It's truly great. And I say that unashamedly. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's something really different. Like I can't think of any other action flick that is that has the same kind of setup. This is sci-fi. It's um, it's kind of a you know it's the body swap thing, but then it's this like over the top action that's straight John Woo. Uh, yeah, yeah, oh, man, yeah, solidified in time, Lee. Yeah, I have a similar story. Um, I actually had to put together a top list, and it was actually going to be my. My fifth one, but after great ridicule, I, uh, I I relented. I thought, well, maybe I just I'm just out of touch, you know. Maybe I don't understand what's going on. But now I realize that no, it, it's it's a calling. If you see this movie, it will. If you're not like, if you have an ear to turn, it'll change your life. It's a great movie. I I haven't seen it in ten years, and it's better now to me than it was when I was when I was a young man. That was really impressionable, and the the cinematography is perfect. Uh, it's creative. It's and it, it's compelling and it's emotional at times, and I loved it. Well, in, in, I'll finish off then. Um, as a rewatch, uh, I was pleasantly surprised. Um, I mean, really, Nicolas Cage. This was something special. Uh, that I, I wanted to call it out earlier. It's just so ridiculous. I've seen it in like clips, but I hadn't seen it in its full glory. But the opening sequence when Nicolas Cage comes out wearing the priest outfit and he does that weird dance where he puts his hands on his knees and he does the head shaking thing. Yeah. That's when I knew I was in for something special. Gets up behind the girl <laughs> and grabs those ass cheeks and goes, oh yeah. I was like, okay. I, yeah. I can't believe it's, it's been so long since I've seen this again because we're in for a ride. Mm-hmm. And that it was. It is time for our top six challenge. Uh, Guests always go first unless Lee wants to call it this nope. time. Um, I always leave it up there because I don't plan the questions for who's going to answer them. And sometimes Lee will grab them and uh, he does better for himself. So uh, I will, I'll, I'll stick with first, I think. Okay. It's been well, doing well. This first one um, What 80s TV show had a character that they called Face? Oh, that's oh the, the, the A team. Yeah, yeah perfect. I, I believe. Can you tell me who played A? Uh, face and uh anything else about him uh nope <laughs> me, me neither i don't know either <laughs> like, I don't know. well he's face Dirk benedict Dirk <laughs> yeah. benedict playing templeton peck um yeah. that you didn't need the whole it, no. is the answer wasn't Thank face you. like something where it was like something where he was like a super hot dude or was it something where he could change his face around or nope. disguise no, you got it he was just hot <laughs> okay cool well, that's good enough it was like it was Dirk Benedict really was the '80s uh, Bradley Cooper. So, oh okay, yeah, it's just like typical tall, good looking, and everybody else looked grizzled. I mean, you have to think this this is a show that had Mr. T in it. A pity the food. Yeah, pity. Okay, this one's for you, Lee. Hmm. Who performed the song "Eyes Without a Face"? I'm gonna go with Wagner. 
eyes without a face. No, uh, you don't have it right. Uh, it's an 80s artist, uh, Last Chance. Oh, if you Google it, I think Wagner's made it first, though. Okay, I think it was Wagner, a remake. No, it, was, it was Billy Idol. Oh. Mm. If you just said All something right. about the rebel yelling, maybe I would have gotten it for a white wedding. And it didn't have face in it. Ah, face. Yeah. Uh, in what 90s cartoon was there a character called Two-Face? This is for Paul. <laughs> now, now if I if I say the B word, is this going to be a trick question, and I'm going to be and I'm going to feel like a right odd mug? No. Mm, Batman. Yeah, that's Batman right. and Robin, nineteen eighty two. And how can dare you give him the Batman question? That was no, it was Batman, the animated series, nineteen ninety two, that yeah. I was referencing. But anyway, yeah. Batman works. It turns into yeah, Batman I... and Robin in like ninety four, but it's still a great yeah. show. It's an amazing show. So sad. But I missed that one. Hmm. Okay, too, well, um, not a right. Who? Okay, this one's for you. Uh, <laughs> Hold on, let me let me do my stretches here. Uh, I mean, uh, if my if my headphones are long enough, I could do some push-ups real quick. Okay, let's do this. Got this. This is where you really need Stephen, yeah. and I'm sorry to do this to you. It's I was cool. just running out of questions. <laughs> who was the lead of the 1957 film Funny Face? Jack Lemmon. Oh God. <laughs> Who'd you say? Jack Lemmon. Of course. No, uh, it was uh, Audrey Hepburn. It was close. I mean, same thing. It, they are yeah. both humans. I mean, Homo sapiens, right? <laughs> Homo sapiens yeah. of North um, American descent, right? They or most definitely could have been European in the same descent. room together, having a drink at one point. Yeah. yeah, one of them had three syllables in the name; the other had four. It's pretty close. Yeah, yeah. Looks yeah. You did well. Um, man. Yeah. Uh, thanks, buddy. I appreciate that. Jack yeah, right. has a lemon. Audrey has a Hepburn. <laughs> Okay. Uh. <laughs> so, on to Paul. Um, what is uh, trigeminal neuralgia? Trigeminal neuralgia. That's how it's pronounced. Trigeminal. Trig- <laughs> give it to me. Again. Trigeminal neuralgia. Yeah. Trigeminal neuralgia. Uh-huh. <sighs> is, is it like a. I don't know. Like a. Multiple personality disorder or something. Yeah, I like that, but no, it is. Uh, it means face pain. Yeah. Oh. And, and I bet these guys had it. It's in the trigeminal nerve of the face that's causing. Okay, it. so where are we? We've got answer. Yes. It's. One, I lost two. automatically. Oh, yeah, you've already yeah. lost. Okay. Well, this last one uh, is Lee. Uh, what is Bell's palsy? It's a paresis. It's a facial paresis of the face and the muscles. Yeah, you got that. Well, wow, two to one! Congratulations, you are the winner, Paul. Thank you. I didn't deserve that at all. What do you mean? The two face and eighteen? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, yeah. If you're looking at it on paper, I got those questions 100 percent right. But uh, oh, I feel I feel like I cheated still by if, having if, easier questions. If you didn't I have easier a, questions. No, the I've... only question I think was unfair is the 57 film, but he could have known it. I probably could have told you the funny face one, and I could not have told you the two-face one. I don't know anything about that. Mm. I see. I've got, I've got to say, though, I'm, I'm very impressed by your uh, medical knowledge. I was also impressed by your knowledge of seagulls in the last oh, thanks, episode buddy. that I listened I to. That. Yeah, so yeah. I'm um, the, the, igni- the enigma that is Lee Van Cleef. Is, uh... Oh, I would give you a hug, but I can't reach that far, Paul. I'm sorry. Ah, it's cool. Next time. Yeah. Thanks again, Paul. Uh, awesome to have you on. Um, I'm looking forward to doing this again. Uh, next up, though, uh, not next episode, but next up, I need to, the other Paul from OGT, and I don't know what he's going to choose, but uh, you can help him out with that. Oh, it'll be something legit and uh, 
highbrow, <laughs> like a real, like a real movie. Something special. Ah, this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you you impressed me. I mean, I I truly had uh, the joy ride with Face Off. Well, you know, you know, then maybe my whole week hasn't been completely meaningless. <laughs> it's like it's the same kind of joy ride. Like if you get to the top of a hill and you get into a grocery cart and yeah. you roll down the hill like Jackass style. That's yeah. pretty much what. You might die, but yeah. if not, it's it's, it's, it's a great a story to tell. Hell of a ride. Thank you, Lee. Yeah. Um, always my pleasure, buddy. Until next time. <laughs>